Guys, we're back for another exciting episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play. I forgot to tweet this, so let's jump on that. I'm kind of excited for tonight's guest because I, I don't know if I've ever seen this product, let alone would consider wearing it. But now that I live in Florida, and granted, when I lived in Arizona, it would make sense. But I, I have a feeling that these these golf shoes are a little more popular in places like Hawaii or the Bahamas, but we'll get to all that. Tonight's episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play, as always, is presented by Eat Sleep Golf. And for the next half an hour, we're going to talk about golf shoes, but not just any golf shoes. Golf sandals, and this is a cool concept that kind of – I didn't really know this company exists. Like, I've seen golf sandals, right? Like, I played with a guy actually a couple of years ago that had – like, they weren't designer by any means. They were just, like, legitimate, like, Walmart brand sandals that he happened to have golf spikes on. So, I'm excited to learn more about this product. So, with us tonight from Zori's, and this is a company that I knew nothing about a week ago. I'm excited to learn more about it. We've got Mark Medley with us. So, Mark, welcome to the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play. Hey, thanks for having me, Ricky. So give us the elevator pitch of what the heck this is, where it started. Like, tell me what you do and where it all came from. I have a company named Zori's Golf, and we have a, a golf flip-flop. And But there's no, like, flop in this sandal. It is built um, for stability and for the functionality of the game of golf, specifically for the golf swing. So it, it's actually built on a tennis shoe platform so it has a rubber bottom and an eva midsole so it's very sturdy and then at all the points in the golf swing where you need the stability and you need the structure um we dialed it in it took it took years of research to do this um but we went to market last year last july year so far that's awesome, man. Well, it's really cool to be able to to learn more about this. Like, it's a it's a unique product, I think. Like in the grand scheme of things, like you see golf shoes, you go to the PGA store, there's five thousand different pairs of golf shoes to choose from, but you don't see golf sandals. And I don't, I feel bad calling it a sandal, but I mean, a flip flop sandal, you know, is is that. Now, let's go to the branding a little bit. Like, I love the hats and I love the shirts and the shaka that you got on. My old boss is from Hawaii. He's actually at Princeville Mackay Golf Club right now, so I'll make sure he sees this. But I'm curious kind of what the, the, the motivation to get into this space was and kind of like just explain to me like where the idea came from and how you went from, hey, I want to wear flip-flops instead of golf shoes to where you are today with the brand. Over 10 years ago now, and I was actually in uh, – I was on a golf trip um, with some buddies in Florida. And you know, a golf trip, you're, you're playing, you're playing four or five days, you're 18 in the morning, you're usually going to a different course, 18 in the afternoon. And uh, by the last day of playing golf, I was kind of getting tired of golf and putting my shoes on. I was already thinking about the flight home. Um, so I did not put my golf shoes on for the last 18. And uh, I actually played just as well, if not better, and it actually slowed my swing down. I'm an old baseball player. I swing way too hard. It actually uh, slowed my swing down. I shot a good round. So, and I liked it. I liked the way that the wind and the and the sun felt on my feet. It actually felt more like vacation than any round that I've played. So, um, I'm just based just south of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, came back, played league all year in my flip flops got some crazy looks but again my game really didn't change and i felt good doing it i just i just had a lot more fun with the game playing in flip-flops but at the end of the golf season i, I could I, I knew what was happening with my swing i was sliding a little bit 
Um, it wasn't really good if there was a little dew uh, on the course or maybe if it sprinkled. And, uh, and like I said, my, my heel was coming off. But the, the kicker was at the end of the season, so I was just wearing a normal pair of flip-flops. They broke. And they broke in the same exact spot. So that just kind of got my wheels turning. Hey, if we reinforce this here, if we if we build some support angles here and we put some spikes on these bad boys, we can come up with a golf shoe. So we did. And it was okay. And we, I didn't take it to market, but it, it took a while to really dial it in because I wasn't going to bring something. This is not a gimmick. I wasn't bringing something to the market that, oh, well, that's cute. You know, somebody gets it from Christmas and they throw it in the closet. I wanted somebody to be able to shoot the same score that they're playing in their foot joys in these sandals. And for the feedback we've been getting, um, so far, so good. Okay, so the team at East Golf does a great job every week supplying questions, and this week is no different. And their first question I've already asked, like, pretty simple, where the idea originate. But now the next question, the important question, where do we get to buy these things? Like, I'd like to, like, see them and try them on, but, like, is it at the PGA store? Do I get them online? Like, where, where can I buy this stuff? Yeah, right now we're mostly based online. Zoriz.com, Z-O-R-I-Z.com, and we're also on Amazon, and we're on eBay as well. Um, we are popping up all over the country um, from California to Florida in Greengrass accounts, um, pro shops. Um, we're in a, a couple stores in Myrtle Beach. I mean, we really get emails every week, and we're setting up small accounts. Um, but we've been in, in talks with some of the bigger stores, and uh, hopefully for 2018, um, that's the direction we'll be heading. Awesome. Now, I'm, I'm curious, how many different pair of these do you own? Well, I have access to – we have six colors. I have access to all of them, but I, I play in three. Uh, I was playing in the, the, the blue and the black, but I did play – a couple weeks ago I played 18, and I, our newest color is the tan. Well, I got to pull some of these out, and I was I was completely happy. So yeah, it was it was good. Awesome. Now, what other products? Like, I saw the hats. I saw maybe a shirt or two. Like, what other products do you have available? Like, it's just not just it's the golf sandal. Yeah, well, it's mostly it's based around on the golf sandal, but it's mostly just merchandise. You know, we want uh, we want to kind of build our brand a little bit, and our brand kind of focuses on uh, casual. So some of our products aren't for the golf course. Um, so, you know, we have T-shirts and, you know, but we do have collar shirts as well. But they're, they're pretty straightforward. We just wanted to give something to complement the golf sandal that you can match the colors with. Love that a lot. So they can match their shirts, their skirts, their hats, their visors to the sandals. And we have some cool colors for that. But, you know, we also have um, some, some polos for the men so we can kind of match up these color combinations as well. Okay, the name, like, not at all what you expect them. It's unique. It's, it starts with a Z. I mean, that's a unique in of itself. What the name come from, what it mean? Like, there's got to be a story there. Well, I, I get it all the time and actually was, um, was invented by the Japanese. Um, Japan is the second biggest um, golf market in the world behind the United States. We just we named them Zoris and Z R I S. Um, you can't trademark that. It's like tra trademarking the word shoes. So we made it a Z. We turned it around, made a cool logo out of it, and we're, and 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 now we're there. We go. Here we're off. You know. 
That, that's awesome. I'm glad that it's not just like, oh yeah, I just thought about it, and like it's got a story behind it. That's yeah. really now, I work for Trone, and Trone has properties all over the world, and we've got them in a lot of destinations like the Bahamas and Hawaii. Are these shoes popular in those places, and do you have the ability to track your specific demographics, and are they more popular in those types of climates? They are. We're seeing, we, we, we do sell them at a club in Hawaii and uh, Florida, Arizona. I mean, all, all the South is very popular. Um, because that's what I'm hearing. A lot of those uh, golfers will buy more than one pair, so they can match, you know, match with their outfits. But to me, is every state has bought multiple pair. But I'm guessing, you know, even the northern states that they're going to get some summertime and they vacation. For for some reason, Wisconsin is loving some Zories because I get a lot of Wisconsin love. I'm not sure that it gets above freezing in Wisconsin, does it? I've not been there. So. I know, right? They're vacation or they're wearing them in August or July. I don't know, but, but thank you, Wisconsin. <laughs> any tour players, LPGA, PGA, supporting these? You got any big names on your no, roster? No, we're not yet. We, we have a, a girl on the Cactus Tour, and then she's on the Women's Long Drive Tour. She's uh, She was uh, number four. Alex Phillips is her name. Stuff on Twitter and Instagram of just like, crushing the ball over 300 yards in these. Um, she's on the, uh, there's a tour that's picked up by the golf channel and um, there's four events that, that she's on that uh, along with the men's, but uh, she came on board earlier this spring and, and she's uh, supporting Zori's wherever she goes and we're glad to have her. So it's a non-traditional product, right? Like it's not like you just, like I said, you don't go into the golf stores and find this just sitting you know, front and center. So what has been the reception of higher end daily fee resort clubs and private country clubs that you've talked to? You know, there was definitely some pushback and, and I expected that, but I want to let, you know, clubs know that I'm not trying to replace golf shoes here and I'm not trying to demean any tradition of the game. Like, I have a golf flip-flop and I know what that entails. If I got to play Augusta, I'm not wearing my flip-flops probably on Augusta. I mean, I, you know, I want to respect all, all golf tradition. I'm just, um, you know, offering a casual alternative for somebody who might not either take golf as serious and they only play, you know, maybe once a week or maybe not even that much, but even with the scratch golfer, um, this is some, something for them as well because they're hitting balls. They might even live on a course where they can only get in two or three holes before the sun goes down, or or they're you know they're on the putting green. This is, you can you don't have to put socks on. You slip right into these. But kind of wrapping up your question on the golf uh, I, on the golf question with a uh, country club, I had somebody last week, and this was pretty funny, gentleman, and they called, they emailed me, and they needed some sandals, and it was a local it was a local course. And I came in and the guy's the guy's like, You dropping off some sandals? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, I'll tell you what, sell, but I'm the first one to say that I'm wrong. These things are these things are flying off the shelves. And it it's because it's a good product. It's it's not a gimmick and it's very functional. That's really cool. Now social media is a big part of all of our lives and and I am huge into Facebook and Twitter the guys at work call me hashtag because that's pretty much my life is social media <laughs> so you guys are active on Facebook Twitter Instagram you have a blog what's that strategy look like and are you the one posting all of that content or do you have a team that works with you or kind of what's what's your social media strategy like yeah it's mostly me um, we have 
we have people who kind of work um, to try to build our Instagram, but um, we, we don't do as much on Twitter. We kind of focus on Facebook and Instagram, but most of the posts are, we encourage people who uh, have Zoris to send us a video, send us a picture, and, and we will repost it. We're just trying to build a network because, I mean, social media these days, I mean, it's unbelievable, the reach. And I don't think that we would be where we are at after one year without social media. Um, we, we had one, one post. I didn't realize you were that new. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're one year. We had one post reach over 1.1 million uh, hits with uh, over 4,000 shares and 4,000 comments just from one post. I mean, it was it just went viral. It was crazy. That's pretty awesome. Like, I, I was going to say. And that was just a picture of the sandals. That, that's awesome. Yeah, social yeah. media. All, I've, I could just, I could spend an hour talking about social media stuff that's happened just in the last month that is successful and the success stories that come from that and just the power of being able to communicate directly to a brand. So I'm glad that, that you're seeing that value. Now I work at a property that has a dress code and a lot of properties out there have a dress code. And I'm curious if a dress code says closed toed shoes, do you run into that a lot? And what's your, I mean, if somebody takes these on vacation and they're in the Bahamas, and they're trying to play golf and they have a dress code, like, have you run into that very much? I haven't yet. And I honestly, I figured that I would run into this more. But the last place uh, I played Mission Hills in uh, in Palm Desert, uh, where the LPGA qualifier is. Oh, and that's very a nice course. course. Thank you for the plug. <laughs> yeah, okay, sweet. Uh, but yeah, no problem whatsoever. Me and the, the, the guys that I went with, we all wore them. And I mean, it was an awesome course. And But I think, uh, you know, especially in destination and warm weather courses, you probably wouldn't have. Um, now, again, you know, we're, we're pairing these with uh, golf shorts and polos and other proper golf attire. We're not we're not wearing sleeveless T-shirts on, on here. So. But uh, but no, so far, I, I haven't heard any any uh, one turn us away. But I think there's some common sense that comes with it as well. Um, like I said, if if I got to play, you know, some high high end courses, some clothes toed shoes on just to to respect the course. Well, and that I think from the top down, I think that there's a lot of respect to, to say about that versus just no, I wear these because I choose to. Like, I mean, I can appreciate that. So, and you know, the West of Mission Hills is a fantastic property. It's got a fantastic uh, resort there and a couple of golf courses. And if they're allowing it, then I'd be hard pressed to see a lot of facilities that wouldn't. So now. I, I have this like grand vision when I stay at a hotel, it's a hundred bucks a night or less or I don't stay there. Shoes, same thing, hundred bucks okay. or less. I'm not going to buy shoes over a hundred bucks. <laughs> Granted, they that's happened, but it doesn't happen often. So what do these cost? Are they 50 bucks, 80 bucks, 200 bucks? Like what's a pair of these cost? $60. Whoa. Not what I expected. I know. To say. Very affordable. So you can get, you can get yourself two pair, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> a dozen pro free ones pretty much cost the same thing. So, I mean, it's not going to break break the the wall. That's for sure. And I'm going to lose those dozen probably ones by the time we hit the back nine. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. So you have the golf shoes. It's pretty straightforward. We got a handful of colors. Do you have plans to expand that product line? Or are you looking to add more things to? I mean, the hats and the and you know things like that. But are you looking to add more things? Maybe a different model of shoe. What's kind of your growth strategy there? We de definitely do down the road. We're just kind of, we feel like we're scratching the surface with these. We're, so we're going to stick with this model for a little bit. We probably will come out with some more, but we're going to go into uh, some licensing. We 
I can say we do have NCAA licensing that we're going to kind of launch for the holiday season. Um, so we're pretty happy about that. And I think that's going to be well. We, we have uh, a couple other uh, deals kind of in the works that, that aren't inked yet. So I really can't talk about them, but they're, they're big major brands that are on board. And uh, it's, it's just, it just fits. And so we're just kind of, we're still going to have Zori's and Zori's going to be front and center, but we're going to have uh, some, some companies that uh, we have a little bit of something for everyone. That's awesome. So let's say that I buy a pair and they don't fit because I wear shoe size like nine to 11 and a half. Like, I don't know what shoe size I wear. I just, whatever fits. Right. So what I'd say if yeah. I buy them and I don't like them or I don't like the color or it breaks or whatever the case is, do you have a return policy? And if so, what is it? We do. I mean, we said 30 days on there, but I mean, a lot of times people got these for Christmas and then they didn't unwrap them until let's say June. If they didn't like them, I'm not going to be like, no, you cannot return these. So we've, we, we pride ourselves on great customer service and bending over backwards to, to make people happy. So, but I think most people, when they play in them, they're happy with them, but yeah, if they want to return them, I mean, usually our policy, you just can't go about, you know, play around and get them all muddy and then send them. I mean, be smart, kind of wear them in on the carpet inside, but it is, you don't really get the, the best feel I feel until you get out on the grass. Um, because, but it, it'd be like wearing your golf shoes inside too, though. It kind of feels weird. You know, spikes inside just doesn't feel right. It doesn't until you get on natural turf. It's a guy last weekend at a bar in golf shoes. And it wasn't like he had just played. Like it was like three hours after he had played, like, take your shoes off. Like, why are you wearing your golf shoes at a bar? Like, I mean, whatever. Exactly. Now, I, now, let's go back to what you said there. You get them for Christmas and you don't use them until June. I've spent the last five years in warm weather climates. That still happens. Like, snow's a thing. Like, I could not imagine going. Like, this Christmas, <laughs> this past Christmas, it was 93 yeah. degrees and I spent it on the beach. Like, I, I can't imagine not using them. Oh, well, I'm pretty right. jealous about that because I'm right south of St. Louis and it gets it gets pretty darn cold here. You know? Well, so props to props to my teaching pro Dan Attaway because he's he's not far from you and he's a he's a hashtag Red Hats fan and he is um, he has to deal with that cold weather too. But he plays a lot of good golf. He plays French Lick quite a bit. He goes down there and plays quite a bit. So I'm from Indiana originally, okay. so I understand the the Midwest long. I just haven't been cold in a long time. Like I have a fan on my desk right now because. You know, it's 68 degrees in here. Um, I have to assume that you've been, but you're only a year old. Have you had the chance to take these to the PGA show yet in Orlando, or are you going to next year? Yeah, we've been there twice. We we went we went uh, two years ago before we were open, uh, just to kind of show people what was coming. We actually on a small publication named us one of the top new products, and then last year we were open, and then we introduced our black sandal down there and. I tell you that since we were open and we were able to take orders, it kind of exploded. It's coming back home and doing all the follow-ups. And uh, I, I met so many nice people in the industry down there that's, uh, that's helped me out and uh, really offered a, a kind, uh, you know, kind advice, a kind hand, and, and, and just helped us out. And uh, But it, it's weird when you're down there. I mean, people get double take. They walk by and, you know, you'll get somebody who just like goes right to it. It's like, oh my gosh, I love these to a lot of people who literally will pass you. And then they're like, they look over their shoulder a couple of times and then they're, they're well, I have to, okay, okay, what is it? What's going on here? So, you know, I, you, you get, I give them the elevator pitch uh, at 
500 times, you know, so, uh, but it, it's fun. It's fun to, to see the reactions and, uh, and then to follow up with these people and to still have some relationships with people that I met two years ago. That's awesome. Well, I've been to the PGA show a handful of times and it's just, I mean, it's impressive in of itself just to be there and to walk oh, around. Man, it's awesome. Now I, I have to, I assume, and I hate it when I assume, but where are these made? Uh, we make, we, we import them through North Carolina. They're made in China, uh, through a company out of North Carolina. And, uh, so we have a good relationship over there and, um, that's where we're making them at this point. Have you had a chance to visit over there? Have you seen the factory or have you not made it over there yet? I haven't. I think it's coming soon. I think it's, uh, I've, I've heard, uh, a visit helps out, uh, in, in a lot of aspects with quality control and whatnot. So I'd, uh, I'd like to make it over there soon and kind of, kind of see what's going on. That's cool. I've been to China and it's awesome. So I highly encourage you to, if nothing else, just to go for the food because Chinese food here is not like Chinese food there. I can promise you that. <laughs> I so can imagine. The marketing strategy is pretty straightforward, but do you have a strategy that you're following, not with just social media, but also, you know, the website and print, or are you looking to change that? I mean, like I, you would never have told me if you said, how old is this company? I would have said six, seven, eight, ten years, but do you have a strategy that you follow and are you looking to adjust that year over year as you release new products or what's that kind of look like? Well, it's been kind of tough this first year because we don't have a whole lot of uh, data from a year ago that really is relevant to what we're doing now because you're right. We were open, but nobody knew about us. I mean, heck, I'm a year in and you didn't know about us until a week ago. Um, so right now we're kind of riding the social media buzz, but we do, we are in talks with some, uh, um, companies that already have relationships with green grass accounts, um, you know, from coast to coast. And, uh, definitely when we bring in some of these licensed products, um, we're going to probably go give it a full go on the ground level, you know, not just on internet, but right now internet's has been good to us. Uh, e-commerce and, uh, so kind of sticking with, um, with social media right now and, uh, and and see where it takes us. So I didn't tell you this before, before we went live, we only have a couple of minutes left like that. I, who would have thought, Hey, you're going to spend a half an hour talking about flip-flops. Well, and I, <laughs> I actually funny story. So I have a pair of flip-flops, not golf related whatsoever, but I bought them at Kohl's like eight years ago. And it was so cool because they had a beer bottle cap opener on them. I'm like, whatever. And I've never used them to open a beer. The most comfortable pair of flip-flops I've ever had. They go everywhere okay. with me. I wear them all the time. So I can appreciate the flip-flop side of things. So a couple more questions before we jump to the back nine. Do you know how many you've sold? And if so, what's that number? And then out of what you've sold, do you ever have negative comments? Like kind of a two-part question. Like how many have you sold and what's your, what's your conversation like with customers that are buying them? The the number, I mean, the number's going up every day. I mean, we, we've hit our goals. We definitely want to say we hit our goals for our first year and, and have exceeded our goals. Most of our comments are are positive. Um, we, the, the main pop, the main thing we got is uh, the, the first uh, the first shipment we got. The the factory hand tightened the the cleats instead of using the proper the cleat tool. So we were losing some cleats, but we fixed that problem now. And then we we encourage people to tighten them um, when they get them and before each play. And then even if on a green grass account, we tell the club uh, there, you know, to tighten them up. Um, but most of the people, most of the comments that are negative we get 
are when people who want to make a negative comment before they even play in them. They're like, well, there's no way they'll hold my swing. There's no way you can play in these. All I ask is just play in them first. And then if you don't like them, okay, that's cool. But uh, I think I've had people tell me that, that it's helped their game because they swing too hard. And some of my friends, and not just because they're my friends, friends at golf, that's all they play in now is, is these shoes in the summertime. Now, springtime, when it's still cool, chilly here in Missouri, you know, March, April, uh, early May, heck, I'm, I'm wearing closed-toed shoes because it, I don't like my feet being cold. But when it's it's hot out, it's 90-plus, these are the perfect shoe. So it was 81 when I came home today. That was chilly for me. That's yeah. cold in my part of the world. Now, I, I know that they're not popular really anywhere, and not a lot of courses even offer them. But, have you? I mean, have you? there are a few that still do. Have you ever thought about doing pleated? spikes like i mean like the actual legitimate spikes like not many public courses allow them anymore but i know tour players still wear them but in an effort to appeal to you know the tour itself or have you ever considered putting actual spikes on them, or Never. would spikes actually fit on them i haven't even thought about you know we have soft spikes that are removable now but i haven't uh, an old school like you're talking about a metal cleated metal studs yeah. yeah there's still a lot of pga tour pros that wear them and i find that interesting because a lot of courses don't even allow them but guys still wear them yeah rebels um no i uh i haven't thought about that i just i don't know i feel like if i put metal cleats on them i don't, I don't know I, I feel like some something bad would happen i don't know <laughs> Somebody'd use That's them awesome. as a weapon and it, it wouldn't turn out good for me funny story speaking of a weapon i had a four iron that um that yeah. broke when i was traveling <laughs> recently and i had the head it was in my carry-on bag and they said that i had to discard it because i would it was a weapon and i'm like it's a four iron what am i going to do with a four iron <laughs> Yeah. Like, come on, I'm getting a new set of clubs, so it helped. Good timing, right? But I was not very pleased. But, yeah. um, so, awesome. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show tonight. This is fantastic. This episode is going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, all over the place. But before I let you go, we got this segment called the Back Nine. So you said you're a golfer. Let's talk a little bit about you. You ready for your Back Nine? Sure, why not? What golf ball are you currently playing? The Callaway. Which one? They got a lot. You can't just say the Callaway. I know. And, and I'll be honest, it's the one that has Zori's printed on it. I don't even know. I think it's like maybe a Warbird. I don't know. But it's whatever is touting my logo. You know? That's that's good branding it's over right there. there. I, could grab it. I, I have to admit, so I work for Troon, and Troon tees are a big thing. Troon golf and Troon privé tees. When I play courses that are non-Troon, I may or may not break and leave a tee on every tee box. I'm just saying. It might, it might happen. Oops. Okay. What's your favorite golf movie? Oh, favorite golf movie. I mean, I'm going to have to say 10 cup. I mean, you probably get that all the time, but yeah. I actually, I actually get the legend of bagger vans, which I'm okay with. Cause it's oh, really? oh, really? <laughs> one day somebody's going to say that I'm going to be like, really? Come on guys. Like that's not real. We yeah. 10, more 10 cup and happy Gilmore. Are two of my favorites. I did yeah. just watch, they were actually on the show a few months ago. I did just watch Tommy's honor. Fantastic fantastic movie and it's fitting i'm going to st andrews next week so i'm actually playing the old course a week from today so a lot of awesome. history with young young and old tom morris and to be able to see that and i'm going to go see the graves just because the history associated with that and I've, I've had some people that have been there that said that it's worth seeing so i'm gonna go check that out and just the history of it That's it awesome. was good timing for that movie to come out right whenever i'm getting ready to go over there so and tin cup's my favorite so good pick what's your favorite color i mean you got like six to choose from for the sandals but what's your favorite color I don't know if 
I've looked at the first five for so long, but the, the new one, the tan with the brown accent, I just, I think it's so cool. Then you can, the other colors were a little louder. Probably our most popular. But my favorite's the tan. It's the tan. Cool. All right, I can, I can get that. I appreciate that. So I got, a, I got a gin and tonic because I'm prepping to go to London on my way to Scotland. So I got to drink some gin and tonics. So. Let's have a drink. Beer, wine, or spirits, I guess. It's a three-part. Three three options there. Ooh. Beer, wine, or spirits. I'm going to give you two answers there and say beer and wine. Beer and wine. Uh, okay, Budweiser. No, uh, oh, come on, Budweiser. I'm a the, king, the king of beers. It's Yeah, the king of beers. So I'm going to give uh, props to the Lou on that. And then red wine. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a red wine. I'm a, I'm a, all right, I'll allow that. Red wine if I'm going to drink it. I have to be completely honest. I discovered this Cabernet at Aldi. I don't know if you've got an Aldi by you, but it's $3, less than $3 for a bottle, and it's awesome. Like, I mean, three bucks. I don't have to do a big spending. It. It, it's not even three bucks. It's like two eighty seven. What is your home <laughs> course? You play a lot of golf. So, what's your home course where you live? Um, it, it's called Crown Point. It's uh, about an hour south of St. Louis. Um, it, it, it's a destination. I mean, you're going to think in South of St. Louis, probably not a big destination, but they have some timeshares on the course and it's, it's, it's well kept. Awesome. What driver is in your bag? You play a Callaway ball. You got a Callaway driver in there. No, I have a ping driver and you're right. You're like, which one? And I, it's, uh, it's because it's like two or three years old and I don't even know which one it is. It's, it's the, uh, it's the G. G25, maybe? I, I love your, like, you're so, like, relaxed about it. You're like, yeah, whatever. I play whatever golf ball's got my logo on. Oh, yeah, whatever. I play whatever driver's in my bag. Like, you can chill about it. Like, hey, I love not that. much like, time to play golf anymore. I'll tell you that right now. That's awesome. Now, um, unfortunately, he has been in the news uh, a lot this year. Most recently, very disturbing news, um, even more recent than his DUI that got him – uh, some trouble, but Tiger, uh, he's all around me. I'm his biggest fan, and I still am. I still have a lot of hope for him, and I have a hope for a big comeback. But do you think Tiger breaks Jack's record? Why or why not? I'm going to say no, um, solely based on his chronic back pain. I've I've had some back pain, and I, I know a little bit about back pain. Um, I, I uh, I'm actually a chiropractor as well, so. I know how many swings, not just if you're playing well, you got to play four days, but there's two practice rounds and how many swings you're playing, uh, you're doing on the practice before the practice rounds. I don't think his back can hold up for it. I think he, uh, I, I, I hope with you, I've always grown up, uh, you know, following him. I think, um, I hope he has a good com comeback, but I don't think his back holds up. If this last surgery, the fourth surgery he's had on the same part of his back in like 18 months, if it fixes whatever's broken for let's say five or seven years and he has one more run if he stays healthy and the back holds up do you, does that change your answer i don't i don't see too many people who have four back surgeries that are coming out doing very well but if let's say he is like in the five percentile and i mean then yeah, yeah. If he if he can get back where he's playing uh, as consistent as he was, and I think consistent's the word, yes. But four back surgeries, I mean that's uh, that's rough. 
I'm gonna lie. That's a good answer. I, I like, especially coming from a guy that's a chiropractor. So I can appreciate that. And I owe my chiropractor a call. He's been calling me like three times in the last week, trying to get me to come back. Like, calm down. I'll vacation. I'll come when I get back. And uh, your final question of your hashtag Wednesday match play, man. Thank you so much for coming to the show to share your story. I'll make sure that links to the website are listed in the description below, and I'll make sure that this gets posted to the Google Plus Golf community. We got just shy of twenty six thousand members there. That. I'm curious to hear what they think about this product because, it, to your point, it's not a gimmick. And I think that's the first thing people are going to think. Oh, it's a golf shoe that's a, it's a flip-flop great gimmick. It's not. It's an actual golf shoe that can be worn on a legitimate golf course and, and will potentially help your game. So that being said, is what's next? I mean, you're only a year in. You're just kind of getting started. But what's next for Zori's? Well, like I said, more colors. Um licensing deals in the works and just trying to uh, probably get a ground force together where we can get them into some big box stores and um we're hitting the internet pretty well um with uh, online e-commerce but i'd like to see them in in more uh you know whether it's a dix or academy or a pga tour superstore um we are in talks at this point so um i think uh i think that's coming up pretty soon for us that's awesome well we're going to continue to follow the story here on google plus in the golf community here on youtube you're always welcome back on this show as new things pop up if you have any breaking news or anything that comes up you sign a new deal I and mean, we talk about the ncaa and all that stuff so always welcome here on the wednesday match play as always on the wednesday match plays you have to remember to eat sleep golf <laughs>